Hi, my name is Ruben Porter. I'm the lead pastor here at Crossroads Church, and it's great to have you on our podcast today. We hope this message encourages you, builds you up in your faith, and ultimately brings you closer to Jesus. Enjoy. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome along to uh, what is kind of the second of um, these sort of bonus episodes that we've been doing here on the Crossroads Church uh, Spotify, YouTube uh, podcast channels. And uh, yeah, it's been a really cool way just to explore some different topics um, at a bit more length than we can normally do in our Sunday services. Uh, And so my name is Jake. I'll be kind of hosting the conversation today. Um, I'm on team around here at Crossroads Church. And uh, with me, I've got uh, our lead pastor, Pastor Ruben Porter, and uh, our young adults and discipleships pastor, Pastor Isaac Peterson. So welcome, boys. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. So, hey, today we are going to have a conversation um, on the Holy Spirit. And uh, obviously the Holy Spirit um, is uh, is an important topic to discuss, right? We've been talking about it a lot um, talking about the Holy Spirit and, and the Holy Spirit's influence in our lives uh, a lot recently in our, in our teaching series. Uh, we, we worked through the Presence series earlier on in the year, which was all about God's presence in our lives. Um, you know, we've put a big focus this year on our Kingdom Nights. Mm. These are nights where we come and we spend time in the presence of God yeah. uh, and we pray together uh, and we worship. Uh, we've been in everyday missionaries talking about the Holy Spirit's leading in our lives yeah. in terms of you know going out and, and spreading the good news of Jesus. Uh, and now we're in our bed in our series, right, where we're talking about relationships. And, and Ruben, you've just talked on um, spirit-led relationships and, and a little bit about that. So, hey, yeah, it, mm. it's just a really valuable time um, today just to get to talk a little bit more in depth about, hey, like what does what what the Holy Spirit's leading look like mm. in our lives? Mm. Um, and, and, yeah, just go a little bit more in depth. And so, Ruben, do you want to kick us off, just kind of talk about where we've been as a church and, yeah. Yeah, um, so I think... For for us as a church, um, you know, the Holy Spirit is obviously part of the Trinity, hugely important. L- let's let's talk about it. Let's explore what that means for us. Um, but personally, on a, on, a, on a personal side of things, like when I when I the church I grew up in, you know, that wasn't something that we talked about regularly. Uh. Um, it was you know God the Father, God the Son, and then probably God the Holy Bible, if I'm honest. Um, so for us, it was a, you know when I came to this church, I get a real sense that like we were on the cusp of. Seeing more of the Holy Spirit um, in our services and, and people's lives and people interacting with the Holy Spirit in such a way. So when you when you think about um, the verse in Acts Acts one eight where it talks about you receive the power of the Holy Spirit and He'll come upon you and then you'll be my witnesses in all Jerusalem, you, um, and then right to the ends of the earth. You have to think like you know we can't do this Christian life without the Holy Spirit, right? So we have to have the Holy Spirit within us uh, and working through us. So for us as a church, you know, when we looked at the big picture, we thought, you know. We do the Bible stuff really well, like we teach the Bible. We we won't stop teaching the Bible. Um, but there was opportunities for us to think about, well, how do we seek God's Spirit more in, in, in our services um, and the way that we preach and also the way that we interact with one another. Um, and I think that's what really birthed the, the, the renewal, I'd say, of our prayer meeting into Kingdom Night was where we wanted more of the Holy Spirit just to lead us and as opposed to us always trying to push and formulate a, an idea. We were like, no, no, let's, let's, let's just wait on God's Spirit. And, yeah. and we've learned more and more about what yeah. that means. Um, so for us as a church, I feel like it's always been there, but we're just like sort of, I don't know, I guess you'd just say like opening the door and unpacking that more and more. Um, and the stories that we've heard from, you know, from people within our community who have been listening to God's Spirit mm. has been incredible. Um, so I feel like it was just very timely. And I, it, it comes back to God's time is perfect, right? Um, and it was for us in this season. Uh, and since the start of the year, and yeah, we kicked off with the present series, it's just grown and grown and grown. 
Um, but really, like, you know, coming back to scripture, like, he's been there the whole time. Yeah. Um, we just didn't acknowledge or maybe allow him to do, to do what he was wanting to do in our lives, you know? Right, right. And, um, yeah, I, I love that. Um, just You're just talking about the, the Trinity and kind of, I think we place a hierarchy on it sometimes, don't mm. we? You know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, we know that the Holy Spirit is, is not least in value. He is, you know, in the Trinity, you know, at the same level as, yeah. as God the Father and, and Jesus the Son. Mm. Um, but, Isaac, do you want to just run us through, let's just start off, theologically in scripture hey what does the holy spirit uh, look like what have we been told in scripture about uh, what that should look like in our lives mm. yeah so as you guys both mentioned he's part of the trinity you know mm. father son and holy spirit he always has been we see him right there at the beginning of scripture as god creates that the spirit is hovering there over the waters so he's always been present we then see him throughout the new testament usually show up in specific ways whether that's like on uh, coming in and dwelling a king or a prophet or that sort of thing. It's usually a specific person for a specific time. But we then see Jesus promise that when he leaves, mm. he will send the Holy Spirit on all of his believers, as you mentioned. Um, you know, he says that at the end of Luke, and then he says it, it, we're reminded of it again at the beginning of Acts, that he would send his Holy Spirit upon his people. And that's exactly what he does in Acts chapter 2. He uh, sends his Holy Spirit on his people on the day of Pentecost, and they are filled with his Spirit and... Um, um, are able to do things like um, speak in other languages so other people there can understand um, the good news of Jesus. And um, and so, yeah, he f the believers are filled with his spirit. We feel uh, we believe that we still are today. We believe that he seals us for salvation. Mm. He convicts us of sin. He equips us with gifts to use uh, for his good news um, and ultimately just guides us and leads us through life. Uh, we believe that he's always with us, but sometimes he comes and he's just with us in more tangible ways as well. And he is the 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 person of the Trinity that we as followers of, of God interact with the most because he indwells us and is with us wherever we go. Yeah. Can I just jump in there? Like I, I love that because I think that's a bit of a myth buster there for people hmm. um, because um, if you haven't been around church or if you hadn't read you know your Bible much, some people just think like the New Testament is where the Holy Spirit shows up, and like mm. that's the first time we're introduced to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's just a New Testament thing. Mm. But like in you know in Genesis at the creation story, we we see that, and um, yeah, I think it's really important to note that like you know that that's that's a huge part of it that it's not just something that came after Jesus. Actually, the Holy right. Spirit was around, you know, inspiring the kings, the prophets, and in, yeah. in the past, and yeah. um, it, it's hugely important for us to know that. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I was talking to someone in a connect group the other night and it, we were just talking about the Holy Spirit's leading and, and the voice of God in our lives, you know, listening for what God's uh, uh, asking of us and, and, and speaking into our lives. Um, and they said, guys, I don't, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I don't hear God's voice, you know, like mm. tangi tangibly. And mm. I, I think it's cool to have these conversations because um, I, don't, I don't know about you boys, but I haven't audibly heard the voice of God right mm. but I know that I, I've heard the Holy Spirit's leading in my life yeah. um, and so I'm excited to have a conversation just about hey what does this look like for you let's let's get this stuff out in the open like what has the Holy Spirit's leading um, looked like um, for for us um, and so I want to just kick off let's ju let's just can we kind of each of us just talk hey what is uh, what does the Holy Spirit looked like in your life was there a single moment that you first heard the voice of God um you know was this 
you know, once you said the salvation prayer, was that uh, was it an instant moment where you just had God's leading? Can, mm. Isaac, do you want to kick us off on that? Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I grew up in an environment where um, the Holy Spirit was a part of the Trinity, but in terms of um, his importance, I would say it was far lower than what I would uh, believe today in that um, we believe that when we... Um, yeah, believe that Jesus had died for us, we would be sealed with the Holy Spirit and he would always be with us and he would convict us of sin. But then that was pretty much all he did. Um, like we believed at the time that um, like all the gifts of the Spirit had ceased, so they didn't exist anymore. And so um, though he was always with us, we didn't really uh, put any sort of attention into like actually leaning into him and listening to him and um, thinking that he would actually sort of uh, be more directly involved in our lives. Mm. And so, um, so yeah, when I was a young, young boy, like seven or eight, like I became a follower of Jesus and believed that Jesus had died for me and, and was baptized. Um, but I don't really have any sort of moments where I could pinpoint and say, oh, and then I had this moment with the Holy Spirit and he showed me this or he um, yeah, led me to that. And really a lot of time it was just because I wasn't really looking for that or wasn't paying attention to that. And then when I was about 17, yeah, I had a moment where I encountered God and said, all right, God, like I'm done messing around. I'm all in. And I was still in that environment where we didn't really pay that much attention to the Holy Spirit. But when I had that moment of saying, I'm all in, um, I just felt filled with God in a way I'd never experienced before in my life. And when I said I'm all in, it was it meant a lot was about to change for me. It meant um, mm. I was about to, because I when I said I'm all in, I also felt God then calling me to go into ministry, which meant going right. to Bible college. And to do that, I was going to have to move to the States. I was going to have to go back and say goodbye to all my friends. Uh, I was dating a girl at the time back in the UK. And so that was going to need to end because I was going to be moving off to the States. And so like there was all these sort of big things that were about to happen that were going to be um, difficult things to do. But even despite that in that moment I just felt this overwhelming joy from the spirit I remember that day like I just felt like I couldn't stop smiling like when I just told people like hey I think God's calling me like into ministry I'm, I'm going all in I think that's what I'm meant to do and I just remember just like this crazy feeling just feeling absolutely stoked and just a, a joy I'd never felt um, and so that was really exciting it was also sort of confusing because I thought like oh man I've been a follower of Jesus for a long time, even though I haven't taken it seriously for a long time. So what is this now? Like what is happening in this moment? Um, and I haven't ever necessarily been able to say, well, it was exactly this, but all I know is in that moment, like I connected with God in a way I never had before. And it's really been different ever since. Not that I have that sort of feeling all the time, but I have encounters with God and his spirit on a far more regular basis than I ever did before that yeah. moment. So can I pick up, you used a word there, early on um and you said uh, attention you kind of mm. said you know like when i i, I paid attention or to, to what god was speaking to me do you feel like is, is that a key word in terms of it, it was your posture that changed towards like okay i've started to pay attention to the voice of god and 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 you know like obviously it started with your commitment of right i'm mm. taking this seriously like I'm, I'm all in for god now um and, and and so do you think that that was your attention or was that um yeah, can you can mm. you speak on that? Or? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Right, I think like because yeah, I was still in an environment where I wasn't seeking that out, and so God was gracious to meet me there right. and um, meet me in that way because right. I wasn't necessarily looking for that. Right. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I was more sort of saying, "All right, God, like whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, like mm. I'm here, I'm in, I'm all in for that." And so I guess I was just open to anything in that moment, and I think that's been sort of the reality of me going for me going forward is that when it comes to me 
being in tune with the Holy Spirit, I don't really have like an agenda in mind or like an end goal of like when I'm in tune with the Spirit, it's going to look exactly like this. Um, I have some ideas of what that should look like, but ultimately it's been more, I'm just open to the Holy Spirit and whatever that looks like, um, you know, like I'm I'm up for that. And of course, I believe it's going to like align with the scriptures and whatever he leads me mm. to. But yeah, my journey has more just been saying, all right, God, like I'm open to you and I'm open to your spirit now. Just show me what that looks like and have just let him lead the way rather than me being like, well, I now seek the Holy Spirit. So I should be doing this or I should be doing that and try to force those things. Yeah. I just let him lead. So so like um, ultimately what you're saying is like you, you come to a point of like full surrender to God and go, yeah. God, I'm yours. Yeah. Um, like as I think maybe people who are listening they're thinking oh you know but I want that in my life but I've tried that prayer many times or whatever mm. but actually what you're doing is you're stripping back everything and saying alright but well, everything's on the cards yeah. because I'm just like surrendering mm. fully and, like, and, and that's the life that God calls us to a life of surrender to him Yeah. so at that moment was your encounter right well, yeah. when you surrendered yeah yeah and that's the thing i don't want to say like so yeah if you do the exact same thing that i did yeah, in the moment yeah. you'll have the same experience because the holy spirit is so personal and individual and he sort of knows everything about you right from beginning to end so he knows the sort of best moment to meet you in that sort of way um and so i would just give that into the holy spirit's hands i would say go ahead and pray that right like mm-hmm. it's a great thing to pray to say hey it's all yours um and then just give that into the holy spirit's hands and However, he responds. Um, we just trust that that it was the right thing at the sure. right time because he obviously knows best. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Ruben, do you want to speak a bit to your experience? Yeah. So my my experience is actually quite different in the sense. Um, I think it's important to say though that um, you know at the right, very start you talked about hearing the audible voice of God um, or, or or what that is, what's that look like. I think it's really important to note that it doesn't mean that you're more holy if you hear God's voice. Uh versus not versus like you know how you see the spirit interact with you because i think like what isaac said is really good because the spirit interacts with us on like a personal level yeah and for each of us that looks quite different mm-hmm. um so my experience of like being encountered by the spirit is is quite different to isaac's even though we had a similar route to get to where, where we are now because i had that moment where I, I came to came to christ you know my life was way off like where i was supposed to be as a, as a follower of jesus um, and I surrendered everything, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to go to Bible college, I'm going to do this, and um, sold everything, did that. But I didn't feel like I had that Holy Spirit moment at that time. Right. For me, mm-hmm. it was like, I'm surrendering, but it's because I want to know more of your word. Yeah. Um, I want to be obedient and, yeah. and following you. Um, and it wasn't until, and I explained this a few weeks ago in church around a sermon that I spoke on, and it was in the Spirit-led relationships in our our series about how I encountered the Spirit. Um, and that was a, a time for me when I was in Thailand with Sarah, and, um, you know, I just had this moment where God really, um, his spirit just came upon me um, in such a way that I'd never experienced before in my life. Uh, and that came with like a full, just sort of the spirit indwelling me and, and overflowing from me. And, and I knew, and, and I read this, I read this verse out in church that, um, you know, I, I had this moment where I got, God spoke to me and I felt like he said to me, um, you know, go take a candle, spend some time with me. Um, I went... And I didn't have a clue why I needed to bring a candle. Um, so random at the time. Um, and then I came across Matthew 3, verse 11, which says, I baptize you with, with water for repentance, but after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And at that moment, I was like, oh my goodness, like God's Spirit's really like speaking to me here. And I think the other thing for me, so since that moment, I felt like God's Spirit has prompted me in many different situations in my life. And more often than not, um, when I listen, um, 
it, it, it adds up to being God's spirit. Like, oh yeah, God really yeah. led me to that point. Um, there's times when I've thought I heard God's spirit speak to me uh, and I followed through with it and it, it hasn't been. You know, mm. it's been my own, yeah. you know, ambition or whatever it may be. Um, but when I'm in a place where I feel like I'm really close to God and I'm, you know, living for him wholeheartedly, yeah. when God's spirit speaks to me, now um, that I should follow what he's, he's prompted me to do. Now, do I always obey that? <laughs> I don't always, I should, right? But I, I, what I'm saying is like more often than not, that's how I hear God's Spirit speak to me, by prompting me, by that still small voice in my in my mind just speaking to me saying, oh, this is something you know you should be doing or whatever. And, and they've been really like, you know, true to like, you can't, you can't get any closer yeah. to the fact of the right. truth of what it has been. And I just sit back in those moments and go, wow, God's Spirit is incredible the way he chooses to interact with us. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, and I, sp- I suppose for me, um, having grown up in a Christian home, I suppose I always considered myself a Christian. I suppose there wasn't one moment where I said, you know, there, there was when I was, you know, very young. Um, and then from that point, uh, I've always called myself a Christian. Now, of course, my obedience has wavered throughout that, right? Mm. Uh, and uh, but what I would say as I've as I've been learning about the Holy Spirit in my life. Uh, is that it has been in the moments, you know, like much what you boys were saying about it was, you know, you both had specific moments of surrender. Um, I I would say it's the continual moments of surrender. And in those times where Mm. I've said, okay, God, well, I've, I've really realized that I actually don't have what it takes and and I'm surrendering to your will here. What is it that you want? And when I really pay attention to his voice, that's the moments that I've felt God's leading in my life that the strongest. Um, And so, you know, I I can think of moments. um, I uh, was, was shepherding for a few years and I was out on the, on the quad bike a lot and I was by myself a lot. And I actually found those moments, um, quite isolating, quite lonely. I'm a very extroverted person and mm. I, you know, I love my job, but I, I, I also found moments of, of quite, you know, quite lonely moments in those times. Mm. And uh, it was a time where I, in my life, where I was like, okay, well, hang on, I, I believe in this God. Um, and so I think I really need to dig into what this means <laughs> for my life <laughs> um, and, and, and what he wants to say to me right now. And so um, it was those moments where I just, gave space. I didn't have anything else really to think about intellectually, um, where I gave space to, to listen for, for, for God's voice and for the Holy Spirit to come. Um, and, and, and they were the moments that he met me, but it was those moments of surrender. Okay. Anything's on the table, Lord, what what do you want of Mm, me? mm. And, um, and, and he came through and, and, and over time, I guess, you know, like I've just become more attuned to just everyday moments of, okay, God, what are you saying here? And, um, and and I don't want to say it, it, it's trial and error. I don't think that's the right term. But but just learning to say, you know, when I when I believe I've heard heard God speaking to me, okay, well I'm going to act on this. So long as it aligns with Scripture, I'm going to yeah. act on this, mm. um, and we'll see see where that goes. Yeah. Um, but for me, the Holy Spirit's voice has has I, I've I've been learning that through surrender first, and yeah. and then obedience awesome. uh, to the voice of God. And, yeah. um, you know, because people ask us that question, and I don't know if you get it, but you, you get it quite a bit, like, you know, how do I receive mm. the Holy Spirit? Mm. Um, and I, I keep coming back to what you just said and what you said as well, that if we don't have that moment, um, not like a defining moment when you become a follower of yeah. Jesus, because I know for a lot of us, we've grown up in Christian homes, yeah. and it's like, this is what I choose to do. Yeah. But that moment where I think 
Did you have a, a, a young adult camp one year? It was called like Go Hunty or something. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> that idea of like, let's. I'm all in here. Like I'm. Yeah. I'm totally yeah. surrendering my life. Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think for for some of us when we grow up in Christian homes, we sometimes come at the disadvantage of thinking, oh, I'm all good. Like you know, I I know what it means. But we've never had that moment where we just go like, God, I'm yours. Like, you know, take me, use me, whatever way you want to. Mm. I think that's important. Yeah. Like, I think we all should have a moment where we're like, we're committing to it. Yeah. Like, even though like we, we have faith, we believe Jesus died on the cross, all of those things. But it's that life of surrender. Like, I'm going to continually, you know, give myself to you. And, and, and that I think is important, really important. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think that's a um, good way to look at it. Because when you read like the New Testament, it's hard to say, like, oh, if you do this, then you will receive the Holy Spirit yes. like this. Because there are times where people receive Jesus as their Savior and the Holy Spirit, like, um, comes in and dwells on them immediately. But there's also occasions, like, when, um, you know, Paul says to our group, like, oh, have you received the Holy Spirit yet? And they're like, no, we've just received John's baptism. And then he goes and um, they are filled with the Holy Spirit and you're like well they were already followers of Jesus apparently but they hadn't received the Holy Spirit yet like how does that work mm. and so and I don't have like any sort of concrete answers and so yeah I think it's just good to say like hey if you believe that Jesus is your savior you continually surrender yeah. your life to him yeah. and in terms of how the Holy Spirit interacts with you um, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like but I trust that he will in some way at some point and I trust that when you follow Jesus he's going to sue you for salvation um, but yeah like it might be sort of like you surrender your life and you have this immediate moment or you might just continually surrender like you say, Jake, and then just have these like moments from time to time and then, but regardless, like it's going to align with scripture and the Holy Spirit will interact with you, but there's no sort of one yeah. size fits all. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I also think though, um, you know, it's not a matter of like when we have that moment of surrender, we just go, right, sit back. Okay. The Holy Spirit's going to do what he's going to do. No, we actually have to be active after that. Like, mm. So life of surrender doesn't mean we just keep sitting back and surrender right. and hope something happens. Right. But mm. actually life of surrender goes, okay, drawing the line in the sand, I'm all yours, God, I'm all in, and now yeah. I go for you. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I head off and I step into those things. Yeah. And it's not like where we don't have a starting point for that. Exactly, yeah. right, right. exactly. <laughs> so so, so it's, a, it's a matter of us actually being then, okay, I'm going to respond to this, and this is how I'm going to respond to it by... You know, for Isaac and I, it was like, sell your things, go to Bible college. Everyone <laughs> should do that. <laughs> We're not saying that. But mm. there's that moment where it's actually, okay, there's a call to action out yeah, of that. Yeah. And that's a life of pursuing God in every aspect. Yeah. yeah. So we've, we've talked a little bit about moments, right? Because, <coughs> you know, that, that word keeps coming up in terms of, you know, we had a moment with the Holy Spirit or God led us in this moment um, to go sell our things or go to Bible <laughs> college, whatever. Mm. Um, but, you know, you know, scripture tells us that, that when we accept Christ into our lives, that the Holy Spirit lives within us. Uh, mm. And so um, one of you, do you just want to talk to the, the, that distinction maybe um, of the Holy Spirit living within us, giving us strength in, in our walk of faith uh, and the Holy Spirit coming upon us and and those those different moments? Is there a distinction for you? What mm. Yeah, I think like I trust that the Holy Spirit's always with me, but I don't necessarily always have this yeah, tangible feeling of like I can feel that He's so present right now in this moment, and I feel that all the time. And so I think like the comfort in that He's always with me is the fact that in any situation I feel like I can just lean into that knowing He's there. Like sometimes the situation just surprises me, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, Holy Spirit, I really need your help on this one, and just know He's there, and that's kind of a cool comfort. Or, um, you know, like maybe I'm at home and like things are just like the kids are just getting a little crazy and I'm starting to feel a bit frustrated. If I can like take a moment to pause, I can just lean to be like, 
Holy Spirit, I just need your help on this one. Like, can you just, um, you know, give me what I need in this moment? Um, so that's really cool. Um, but I do find that there are moments where um, he just comes in a different way. And, and I find that often those moments for me personally haven't been moments where I am wanting it. It often comes like, not that I'm against it. It's just like, it's more of like, I wasn't expecting it in that moment. So like, I remember some moments, like um, at one point I was like going through like a bit of a um, down period where I was just, you know, feeling sort of rough. And, and I remember I was um, driving on my way to, it was a kingdom, like what we call prayer meeting back then. And I remember just as I was driving, I was just listening to some worship music and I just felt the Holy Spirit's presence just on me in such a profound and tangible way that just like brought tears to my eyes and it just felt like he was there just to sort of just give me a bit of encouragement and let me know that he was there he was present he was going to guide me through that night and um and I was so grateful for that but I wasn't in the car being like holy spirit I just need like this moment right now he just showed up and I was so um grateful for that and I found you know often in times of just like um praying for somebody or something I just begin a prayer knowing the Holy Spirit's with me and sometimes like it feels like he almost kind of like comes in and intervenes yeah, and then yeah. like starts giving me words to say uh that w- weren't what was coming to my mind um and so I guess often in those moments like I'm I'm in a space where I'm open to the Spirit being there right like I'm listening to worship music or I'm I'm praying but he does just show up in some different ways sometimes where I'm like I know you're always with me but right there in that moment that was just very different mm. Um, and yeah, just, you know, we've been going through the Alpha course and we uh, did some sessions on the Holy Spirit. And um, it was real interesting when uh, they were referring to passages where it talks about being filled with the Spirit. Uh, they referred to the fact that in the Greek, that's like a continual thing that you're filled over and over again. And so I think we always have the Holy Spirit, but we do seem to have these moments where He comes and yeah. He just fills us more or differently. And then He comes and He does it again. And sometimes it's in worship. Sometimes it's in a hard time. Sometimes it's when we don't expect it at all. Sometimes it's when we're trying to help and encourage others. But um, yeah, there does seem to be like times where He shows up and I'm just like, yeah, it's more tangible right now for whatever reason, and I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, yeah, I remember like in the early stages of ministry, I um, would have these conversations that were maybe, let's just say they were difficult conversations to have. Um, and after, I'd be like, oh, wow, wasn't I just so mature there? I like surprised. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, as I got further into my ministry, I'm like, you know, hold on a minute, Ruben, this has actually nothing to do with mm, you, you know, yeah. where I sit back. And I, I know what Isaac was talking about just before. Mm. It's just like, wow, like the Holy Spirit just shows up in a moment, gives you words to say that you just sort of think to yourself, wow, where did that come from, you know? Mm. Um, I think the other thing where I really, you know, have these moments of where I just feel the presence of God um, just so, like, so tangible is that when there's lots of people who are expressing, right. are experiencing God's Spirit yeah. at once. Mm. Um, now, I'm not getting into, like, room and energy and all that sort of stuff, but when people's faith is strong, and we're all together with a common goal of worship and praising God, the sense of God's presence is so real, yeah. you know? Uh, and I think there's something to be said that when, like, the saints gather to worship yeah. and pray, when the faith is, high, like, as high as it can go in the room, yeah. God's yeah. Spirit is just so, yeah. like, it's just there, yeah. Yeah. you know? I, I wouldn't consider myself an emotional person, right? Mm. But when God's Spirit comes upon me in these moments, mm. I, like, like, I'll be in worship, like, sobbing, and I'm yeah. like, what is going on? But God's Spirit is just, like, bubbling up and like you know mm. using that language to describe it but it's stern within my soul yeah because i'm just so like in awe of who god is and i look around the room and i do this often you probably see me and think he's really distracted but i look around the room and i see other people worshiping and it just like i don't know man yeah. i get emotional even thinking about it but it just like stirs in my heart yeah. to see people really like going all in for god it's just like oh 
There's mm. something beautiful about that. You can't you can't describe that in any other way than God's spirit is moving in a real way. It's just yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, when two or three gather, yeah, well, um, yeah, there he is. And and uh, yeah, I had the same moment. At, um, we had the souvenirs worship night the other night, and it was a room packed full of people yeah. there, expectant for yep. the Holy Spirit to move, yeah. Yeah. and um, there to worship God. And uh, there were more than two or three, and uh, <laughs> it was. Yeah, I I was looking around and and I had a moment where I just wanted to go to the back of the room and just have a look and yeah. it was um yeah, it is incredible. And and that's why I think there's so much importance on gathering in these places. Yeah. Coming to church on a Sunday, let's not neglect that because yeah. hey, um when we gather, we we hear other people's faith around us oh, and yeah. and when we lift up the name to, of Jesus together, there yeah. is huge power in that. Yeah. That's yeah. not a, a wacky ideology. No, no, no. That's that's um yeah, yeah, we get in the presence of God together, and yeah, very, very cool. Waiting on the Holy Spirit. We've um, <laughs> that's terminology that's often used, right? When we mm. wait on the Holy Spirit, uh, can we unpack that? What is waiting on the Holy Spirit? Does He always come when we wait on the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's probably language I've used quite a bit recently, um, um, and I think it's something I've been learning personally in my own walk with God, as well as um, how I feel like we as a church are learning as well. Um, I think, you know, if, if God wants to show up, he'll show up whatever time he wants, right? If God's spirit wants to move, he'll move, right? We're, we're not going to limit that. And by us waiting for three seconds before we pray, it's not like determining yeah. how like how yeah. much time we need to give him. Like he's yeah. not slow to the ball. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's moving in his time and his, his space. But I think we're, we're humans, right? And our minds are polluted full of stuff and we think a lot of stuff. Um, for me, waiting upon God and, and waiting on the spirit to move is allowing me to distract and pull back everything else so that I can clear here or clearly hear. Mm. Um, you know, often like you know, in those moments where I'll come into a service or we're just about to kick off a service, you know, like it's been a real struggle for people to get there. Everything's just like crazy, da 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 da. And in those moments, you just want to go, hold on, just let us like clear the way for what God's going to do today, and allow ourselves to create a bit of space. And for me, that it's been like a maturity thing that I'm just like. I'm waiting on God because I only want to hear from God in this moment and I want less of me and I want more of him. So for me, that's that's why I would use that language and, and, and lean into that more, even in my own personal devotion right. about waiting on God. It's like, again, it's not just like getting out my phone and quickly flicking to the passage and going, oh, I've done my reading for today. <laughs> but it's actually going, no, no, I'm going to wait on God yeah. because I want to clearly hear from him, mm. not from me. Mm. So it's more of him, less of me. I, I, that, that's why yeah. I feel you know that's been a real growth thing for me personally. But I think it's something we should be thinking about as churches. Yeah. Yeah, I think those moments are often actually more for us in a posture rather than for him yes. specifically, right? Yes. Like we're not saying if I wait now, then I've sort of ticked the right boxes and the Holy Spirit's going to show up in the way I expect. It's just saying right. like, actually, you know what? Often in life, I'm going from thing to thing. I'm not actually slowing down to even give him space. Yeah. So I'm just going to posture myself in a way of like just saying, I'm just here for you, God. If you want to show up tangibly right now in this moment, awesome. If you don't in that sort of way, that's okay. I just want to let you know that I'm just here to be with you. I'm here to worship you. Um, and so I'm just giving some time and space to just really be thinking about you and getting myself ready to be yeah. with you in this moment. And so, yeah, I think it's more of a posturing thing, right? And sometimes he does show up like tangibly as we sit there in those moments. And uh, it's awesome. And sometimes you just sort of sit for a little bit and you're like, cool, we got ourselves prepared. Um, yeah, let's yeah. just start praying. Let's start worshiping. Um, and yeah, it's not like an awkward thing or anything where you're like, oh, well, that, you know, I thought he was going to show up and he didn't. Um, it's just sort of like, cool, yeah, we gave some space. We're ready to engage. We can trust that he was already with us and he's going to continue to be with us. And I'm just glad that I gave some time to that.
yeah, yeah. and I think I think the other part like so there's another part of like waiting on God so I think um, that's us like preparing ourselves to engage with God right. the other bit is like waiting on God is possibly waiting on a response from God like mm. where do I go with my life what direction am I right. taking um, and in that, that in that aspect we're thinking about something quite different right yeah um, mm. And that moment, we, we know um, that it might be we're waiting on God because the answer is not yet or the answer is going to be yeah. different to what we want. Yeah. Um, mm. But I think when we're using that language, you know, especially in a sort of context that we're talking about right now, yes. we're talking about what Isaac's talking about, that posture stuff. Um, yeah. There's a different, I think, when it comes to that, you know, I'm waiting on God's response mm. to a situation or something. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And, um, yeah, I love, I love what you said in terms of just, it's about preparing ourselves really, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. So um, preparing our hearts to receive from God because, you know, and, and you talked about the kind of speed reading or like, I don't know, getting in your your, your Bible in a year plan kind of and just speed reading it at the end of the day. No, that's cool, right? There's knowledge that we need to soak up from this. And so even even just reading it and, and getting that knowledge is cool. But hey, when we spend time, this we believe this is a book authored by the Holy Spirit, you know, mm. so, so when we spend time in that and we actually say, okay, I'm, I'm going to clear my mind of like everything else that's been going on in this day because, you know, we have hectic days, you know, um, and, and if, if I'm going to pay attention to, to what God wants to speak to me through this, yeah. then, you know, I'm, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to yeah. clear my mind and I'm going to put the responsibility on myself sure. to, to, to be in the right posture, yeah. to, mm. to, to begin to wait on God. Yeah, because one, one of the things, like, um, it's coming up on a year, you might not know this, but it's coming up on a year when you spoke about um, that Bible plan that I keep referring back to oh, all the true. time. Yeah, true. So it's almost a year, right? So I've been doing that for almost a year now. And, um, you know, for me in my season that I'm in, you know, young kids, busy life, da 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 one of the best things that I gifted myself was slowing down when I'm reading God's Word. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, often in the past, I would have been like, let's get through the Bible in a year, smash, 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 and, you know, let's do six chapters a day, woo, get going. <laughs> and, and to be honest, like, I just feel like I wasn't taking it in. Um, not saying that you shouldn't read a Bible in a year, because it's great if you can, but yeah. if you've got the time, go for it. Yeah. If you're like me, when I don't have that time, that it's more like taking off bite sizes. So I'd much rather take three years to go through the Bible and actually really, you know, get mm. a grip on it than try to rush through it. So for me, like waiting on patiently when it comes to you know, reading reading the word, it's been like one of the best gifts I've ever received, um, and 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 in the sense of how I should how I should read the word, um, and it's been incredible. I've loved it, absolutely loved it. You know, and it's a bit slowing down. Yeah, so cool. I think a lot of the conversation today really has been a uh, what posture are we coming in? Have we have we first surrendered? Mm-hmm. Uh, are we being obedient to God and and what we're doing with our lives? Um, we know that the Holy Spirit lives within us. And uh, and it's cool to know that we're able to draw on His strength in moments where we feel weak, and or even moments that we we didn't know that the Holy Spirit was kind of speaking through us. You know, in mm. those meetings that we just we don't actually have the right wisdom for that, but but God uses us yeah. and and speaks through us. Um, so so that's really cool. Um, but yeah, a, a lot about our posture, our attention, um, at the time that we're giving to God. Uh, you know, I know. Um, for, for me personally, I was, um, a couple of years ago, just, um, it was a year ago. I don't know why I said a couple, um, <laughs> but I was, um, just, I was reading a book actually on, on, on what the Holy Spirit's leading looks like. And, um, they were just talking about, Hey, uh, in your everyday life, like, uh, just start to notice moments where God might be trying to speak to you. Mm-hmm. And Hey, guess what? If, if, if you get it wrong, then it's not the biggest deal. Mm. Uh, and 
Uh, and so I, I was doing that and um, I went to the to the gym one morning and I think I was preparing a sermon at the time and so I was kind of thinking over like um, different things for that sermon and um, I had had this app on my phone that gives me a verse of the day but for some reason like the verse of the day had been coming up the same verse for like two weeks in a row <laughs> and I um, and I always just dismissed it. I never, like, it was annoying me. I was like, well, hang on, I want to see another one. And then this morning, I was at the gym and I was preparing for this message and uh, and I'm about to flick it away, but I just read that 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 message, that book the night before and saying, you know, just pay attention. You know, and I, I saw it and I was like, maybe I should read that verse <laughs> of the day. Um, and, and I read it. And um, do you know what? It was, it was perfect for what I was speaking on. I just, it felt like a download of just um, of, of a whole lot of things. And, and that message kind of came together. Uh, and uh, it was a message on the Holy Spirit. And then, uh, and then that day, uh, somebody came into church and they were sort of asking me questions around the Holy Spirit and, and kind of what I'd received by reading that, that scripture that Have morning verse for you? was perfect and I was able to share that with him and I'd only just received it myself yeah. and then I was able to pass it on and I just thought man God is just so faithful that he would speak to me like that yeah. and um do you know what that that verse of the day kept glitching for the next I ended up deleting the app because it was silly like I, <laughs> I, I, I you know I don't want to read into it too much but it was <laughs> it was but God spoke to me and I was so grateful for that so I you know my encouragement for for people listening wanting to learn the voice of God is listen just yeah. you know start to get to know him and just mm. you know you might feel silly but just look for moments in your day where God might be trying to speak to you that's and, awesome. yeah. um yeah so cool. yeah that's cool is there anything else we want to chat about? We, you know, um, we've been going all, on a wee while now, but um, yeah, just some kind of closing remarks from either of you. Yeah, I think just like, you know, as a church, as we've been thinking more about the Holy Spirit throughout this year and, you know, the idea of Him and stuff has been weaved throughout our teaching and stuff like that, is that, yeah, we don't really have like some sort of agenda where we're like, we're doing this because this is our end goal. We want to see this happening on a Sunday. Yeah. It's just like... We just want to, We just want more of him. We yeah. just want more of him. We want to be with him. We know that he is the one who interacts with us um, as a person of the Trinity. And so, like, let's be thinking about it. Let's be seeking him, and just let him guide us to what that looks like. So, um, yeah, we're not. We're not sort of like by this time in 2024, we want to see this. It's just like no, we're just we're excited to see what the Holy Spirit does as He leads us. And um, so, we're just going to continue on that journey. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I'm, you know, I think we're probably having a whole. Um new topic for a podcast for for the future here but um like the other thing we haven't had a chance to talk about today but we could at some point would be like the, the power of the holy spirit and what right. the holy spirit can do in someone's life to, to transform and change mm. um you know and may that be through a miraculous healing or you know whatever that may be right. like you know it talks about like when we receive the spirit we receive the same power that raised jesus from the dead mm. like you know the holy spirit is a, is a powerful thing as well and and there's so much more to unpack on that um, but I think like, you know, we've probably lent more into like the heart behind right. it and where we're at as individuals mm -hmm. and how the Holy Spirit has, has the capacity and, and, and wants to look at our individual lives as well as like the, the power of God, that the Holy Spirit can, you know, import or impact on people's lives as well. So there's two sides to that. So there's probably a bit more of a deeper conversation at some point. Um, 
But I think what you've just said is really, really important. Like for those who are maybe like in a journey for a while who felt like they haven't heard God's voice, open up your ears, yeah. start listening, because um, God does speak to us. Yeah. yeah. So cool. And um, yeah, why, why don't we leave it there? Um, Ruben, would you just like to pray for us yeah, as we wrap love up? Love to, love to. Yeah, so Father, we, um, we just want to always start by saying that we love you uh, and we thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation today. And, you know, we see it in your word that when two or three are gathered in your name that you're here. So thank you for being with us. Uh, Lord, as we learn and, and grapple with things that we see in your word and, and what that means for our lives, Lord, I pray that your spirit will be the one that will guide us, um, that we can learn from you. And um, we're thankful that your spirit is available to us. Um, and that all comes from how, you know, Jesus lived his life and he said that my spirit will come after. Uh, and Lord, we're thankful that you're still interacting with us. Uh, and one day we'll all be reunited together. Um, so Lord, we just thank you for this time. Uh, we just pray for those who are listening um, that they will um, yeah, be impacted by it. Uh, and they'll find what we've talked about helpful. And um, Lord, we just give you all the glory, all the honor and all the praise. Amen. 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 Well, thanks again for, for listening to this podcast today. And uh, hey, uh, if whether you're on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening or watching this, uh, we would just love it if you could just head to the subscribe function on the, on that app and just make sure you, um, you're keyed in so that uh, if there's any more content coming out, then you've, you've got that as soon as you can. Um, if you're on socials, then Crossroads Church, Parkinson North is on, on Facebook and Instagram. So make, make sure you're um, taking advantage of that, um, that source of information. But hey, thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Crossroads Church Podcast. If you'd like any more information on our church, how to give, or after this message you'd like to talk to someone, you can find everything you'll need to know on our website, crossroads.co.nz. Make sure you subscribe to this channel to keep up to date with new content, but thanks again, and we'll catch you soon.